This is the Tan Talk Radio Network. Dr. Angel Falzoni. Famous is true. Yes, it is. <laughs> and Dr. Angel, PhD, licensed mental health counselor, our resident expert. Ah, see, oh, look at the crowd people out here there. in the studio tonight. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy crowd. Crazy crowd, yes. It is huge. I can't believe it. And Pete, I don't know if you know this, but tomorrow is a national holiday. Why is that? Because it's Dr. Angel's oh. birthday. Yes, that's 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 the applause from all around the our listening audience. Yes, all around it. Yeah, all around. Happy it. birthday! Thank you. You're yes, welcome. Yes, she's gonna be 65. No, no, I'm sorry. No, she's not even anywhere close to that oh, wow. number. So anyway, a very young 40-something. So uh, thank you, Pete, for reminding us that this is her birthday time <laughs> of year. Yeah, we yes. always remember it. Yeah. It's a holiday, actually, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. For us. Holiday for us, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> for all of us. For all of us, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Dr. Angel, it's a joy to be with you again tonight, as we always are. And now, three and a half years right here behind these mics, not knowing what we're doing most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and it's fun, isn't it? It is, and why do I say that, do you know? Because so often we have times on these these series where we just come in here and talk. Mm -hmm. And tonight's one of those. It sure is. It sure is. It's called Wing It Night, and it has nothing to do with chicken wings, Pete. It has nothing to do with chicken wings. Don't get excited. It's Wing It Night. Yes, right? it is. All right. We love those times. Um, you know, in talking about kind of where we wanted to start tonight, uh, we've done a whole lot of series in these last three and a half years of trying to help people in their everyday life. That's what it's all about, right? That's the Go Yard life. Exactly. Do you want to define the Go Yard life? Go Yard means? Well, Go Yard means hitting that home run in life. And there you so go. that good go, go Yard life, I'm getting tongue tied there tonight, you go. is just about living life and living it well, not just exactly. existing. Right. But, but really making the most of your opportunities and even creating some opportunities if they're not there in your life, right? That Absolutely. is like looking for that little edge or figuring out where you fit in a certain situation, right? Mm -hmm. Taking some risks. Ta or, oh, taking risks. Oh, yeah. oh, no. Do we ever talk about that? Oh, sure we do. Oh, yes, we do. Risk-taking and being the best you you can be, right? Absolutely. That's what it's about. Because so often life throws us curveballs not to make another baseball metaphor but it's true mm -hmm. and sometimes those curveballs are way off the plate and there's no way we can even get them right that happens a lot sometimes. it happens a lot and things happen to us and we don't expect them perhaps and we are we are blindsided if you will and t sometimes we're just so like how could this happen to me or what is going on and just like one problem after another there are those times in our lives and really it's that that started this kind of desire within both of us to have a show where we talked about 
anything and everything. Nothing's off limits, right? And we sure have talked about anything and, and everything. everything. <laughs> uh, if there are some that would like to go listen to past shows, tell them how to do that, will well, you? Well, they can go to that website, and that's at goyard2014.org. That's an org, goyard2014, yeah. the year we started, .org. Yes. Check it out. And we have our shows there by title. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times, like we just finished a four-part series that when we started it, we thought was one or two shows, and it was four on developing inner confidence. And that we just finished that last week. It's a great, great series. So catch it on our website. Or you can always go here to TantalkNetwork.com, go to Podcast tab, and go down to Go Yard, the name of the show, and you'll find the shows too. So two ways to find them, and why not listen especially if there's areas in your life that you struggle with like we've done shows on worry we've done shows on fear we've done shows on domestic violence your turn oh goodness the <laughs> list is just very long divorce so. parenting yeah oh gosh i i'm going brain dead it's thursday that's night okay. you know? well and tomorrow's your birthday <laughs> i don't know old, if you remember that brain's that. that's it in. yes that's it but when we did the show it may not have meant something to somebody because they sure. weren't there yet so it's right. a great opportunity when you're in that moment and you need that show it's there all right what we're going to talk about tonight is conflict resolution in relationships yes right we're talking and yes, yes we are winging this no notes <laughs> these are not notes okay conflict resolution because we all have conflict in our lives there are always situations i don't care what kind of relationship we're talking about with your mom with your aunt with your neighbor with your coworker, with your spouse with your kids with your grandkids there's always going to be conflict in life can you define conflict and Again, she has no notes. No notes in defining conflict. Well, you know, okay. it's just where we're feeling uneasy with something, not okay. in agreement maybe right. with someone, All feeling right. differently than they are about something. And sometimes emotions erupt. Sometimes people get upset with each other. Sometimes there's years of people don't talk to each other. I mean, it can be that bad of a conflict, oh, right? Absolutely. Yes, it can. Okay. Yes. And and why should we talk about conflict resolution? Why not just say, you know what, life has conflicts, and if you're going through, well, that's too bad. Why don't we just pass it off like that? Well, because conflict can be, re can be a good thing in a relationship, and it okay. can grow that relationship. And so it doesn't have to How be. How so? Oh. <laughs> How so? Well, by working through and resolving, there's no yeah. two people. We are not made out of a mold. You know, there was not this human mold and everyone came out with the same thoughts and dreams and hopes and gifts and ways of thinking and ways of interpreting. And so we're all we all see things differently. Like we all have different fingerprints. We all have different all kinds of stuff. Right. I mean, even siblings, even twins. Like I can tell you there's a lot of things that we see differently. And that's that's really cool. That is. Because there's so many cool perspectives out there. And so when we are feeling conflict, sometimes it's just because we're all different and we're not gonna be exactly the same. So it's learning how to, you know, bring those relationships the differences and celebrate that in together right and because you have a conflict in some relationship and you wouldn't be normal if you didn't right absolutely you know the marriages that come and sit on the couch and go we have never had a fight oh in our gosh. 30 years oh of marriage oh my gosh i have heard that in counseling as a pastor i have heard that i don't know how many times i've never ever said a crossword to my wife or my husband or Really? Come on. What planet do you live on? I don't see that that's even humanly possible, Dr. Angel. I know. I tell them I feel sorry for them, and then they look at me very confused. Really? <laughs> because they do. Because conflict can bring all kinds of great things. It can bring you closer together. You're saying conflict's a good thing. It can be a very good thing. I knew doses. you were going to say it can be. Well, too much of it. Too much of it can be very destructive. But the, we're going to talk about the benefits, I guess, since we're winging this. We're <laughs> going to talk about the benefits of conflict, how that helps you actually in a relationship, and why it's dangerous not to have any conflict. Talk to me about that. Let's start right there because there are so many people out there because I've heard them say, oh, we never fight like we just talked about. Okay. Yes, I've heard that many, many times. And so what happens when that's happening is it's not that you don't have any moments that you feel different from the other person. It's that you're hiding who you are uh -huh. in order to agree and blend with somebody else. So you're kind of selling you. Yes. 
and kind of putting you on on the other person's altar, so to speak. You're giving up your identity for that other person. I've seen this for years in relationships, people I've ministered to, people just in my workplace, wherever, that there's so many people that have figured out sometime in life that the way they were going to get through life was to never make any waves, you know, Mm -hmm. just, okay, whoever the dominant person is in this relationship, whether it's a boss at work or a, a child or whatever. And we see parents doing this. We've talked about that in our parenting shows mm-hmm. where parents sometimes will, instead of dealing with the destructive or the difficult behavior in a child, they want, they like to ignore it because they want peace in the family. Right. And so they don't, they don't deal with it. Oh, yes, they don't. And, you know, what happens in those relationships is, first of all, one person, it's not a realistic plane plane of life. One person is totally giving up who I am for this relationship. Right. Um, And before long, a lot of times what I'll see happen is like one day, all of a sudden, like this relationship just ends and everyone's like, what happened? What happened? They were so happy. They never had a fight. Because that person who has lost their identity will feel that loss of identity at some point in their in their life and be and want to know who they are. Right. And it will not. So that relationship never even had an opportunity to really be healthy because that's right. not healthy. That's not healthy. No, not at all. A conflict is healthy. Yes, it is. Is that true? It is. Okay. Why? Why is it healthy? Because it helps us, first of all, um, when we have conflict, we have to work to resolve that conflict somehow. Because right. I, you, I care enough about you right. that I want. So we're showing that we're caring for that relationship. Right. If I didn't care for a relationship and there was a conflict, I'd be like, Just, okay, okay, bye. Fine. Right? See ya. Yeah. So that shows I care enough about this to kind of to- figure it out with you. But I've known a lot of people through life who did not make any effort to solve it they just went silent how many people do we know i I, you and i both know people that in their relationship let's say their their primary relationship their intimate relationship that the way they handle conflict is they go silent say nothing nobody talks for two days three days and suddenly somebody says i guess i'll take out the trash well thanks that'd be nice and pretty soon everybody's talking i mean something just crazy starts it again because i've heard that i don't know how many times well how did you start talking again i don't know he just said let's go get some dinner or you know i know exactly what you know you're what talking i'm talking about. about i've heard that over and over again in counseling you mean you didn't say let's talk about this honey and work this out no he just said let's go dinner and we went to get her and Yes, that silent treatment is very, um, first of all, it's an unhealthy process because what they're doing is they're they're not avoiding the conflict. They recognize there's conflict, but I'm going to hold it back. Yeah. I'm going in yeah. where, you know, I'm punishing you by being silent yeah. in sort of a oh, way yeah. Oh yeah. and making life a little uncomfortable. And then a day later, two days later, a week later, a month later, whatever it is, we'll just move on like nothing, nothing happened. Nothing ever happened. And we never talked or addressed it. It's kind of showing that person that I'm... I'm not in it with you to work it through, to work right. through. You know, that stick with itness isn't there. It's not there. And it's it's saying, you know what? I can go silent for as long to punish you because you smarted off of me or you said you disagreed with the way I handled this or that. And so I'm going to punish you by not talking to you. Absolutely. And that's a very unhealthy way of working through conflict, but a common way. A lot of people kind of do that avoidance of conflict. Absolutely. And then they never have addressed the issue. So it's going to happen again. It's going to happen. And we'll have that same cycle again and again. And, you know, until these people realize that they're miserable in this cycle. Right. Okay. So if we had an outline, here's what, here's what I'd say next. Okay. Cause it's just coming to me. How about the person that even though that's the case, okay. And they, yeah, they don't want to deal with anything, but their tone of voice. Okay, so we got silence, mm-hmm. point number one. That's a, a typical way people deal with conflict. Second, tone of voice. I'm going to let you know how I feel by barking at you, right? Okay. Right? But we're not talking about the issue. Right, but I'll let you know I'm mad by the tone of voice or, what'd you say? You know, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? That kind of... Uh, come back with a 
send a message. Oh, somebody's mad. You know, somebody, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yes. Um, Which there again follows kind of that same pattern. We're not dealing with the issue. Right. Because now what becomes at stake is that other person's not calm. So we want to kind of appease them and and get back to baseline. Yes. And so we forget the issue that was at hand and we're not dealing with it. And we're not dealing with it again. That's the whole thing. One of my favorites is. Um, the, usually women are guilty of this one where they're like, nothing's wrong. Nothing. Nothing. Right. Nothing. Right. Yes. You know, and, and they want to be babied into saying, okay, what is it, honey? What is it? Tell me, please tell me my life is miserable without you being happy. <laughs> yes, it's true. And women can be very guilty of that. And still again, there, we're not really dealing with the issue at hand. Now right. it becomes this whole cat and mouse game. Oh and yeah. Figure it out. Yes. Yes. You should just know. You should just know what I'm thinking and why I'm so disappointed in you. <laughs> you know, and sometimes when we have conflict, I mean, one of the good things I can find with conflict is, first of all, it lets me know I care enough about this relationship to want to yes. figure it out. Yes. And and sometimes we're not sure about that, especially, you know, marriages that have you know gone on a long time and we aren't really sure where we are anymore. We've changed as people. Do I really care enough about this person anymore i think it can really show us those things um it also can you can learn a lot with friendship relationships and conflict when you realize you know this really isn't something i'm needing to work out kind of tells you it's a good barometer on our feelings for where we're invested which i can appreciate but learning to resolve issues is that's life like there are issues all the time nobody's gonna get their way a hundred percent no yeah, nobody you, should. Okay, you way. take your car into the repair shop, and what's wrong with it? Oh, I don't know. Uh, something's wrong with it. I don't know what it is. Well, tell me what's it doing, right? Mm-hmm. What's it doing? Well, it's making this sound, and when I, you know, when I brake, it does this. Well, could it be your brakes? I don't know. They're working fine. Blah, blah, blah. There's a set of questions they right. ask you, right? And then they finally say, okay, let's just. Pull it into the shop. Let's take a look under the hood. Let's pull off a wheel. Find out what's going on with your brakes, right? So they actually do something. And a few minutes later, they come out and they go, oh, yeah, it was this. You know, it's no big deal. This is what it was, okay? Mm-hmm. Conflict resolution, right? They resolve the problem. They resolve the problem, okay? And 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 it, what it took was asking questions, Right? I just thought of that metaphor. You <laughs> that know? was a good one. Because here we are winging it. So, I mean, it, it took asking questions. Well, what's your car doing? Tell me about the noise it makes. Have you ever seen that Napa? So identifying the problem. Identifying the problem. That that Napa commercial where they come in and they say, well, what's wrong? What's well, making this noise like ee! Yes, I have seen that. You know, or another one. It's making this noise like bonga, bonga, bonga. <laughs> oh, well, that's your, you know, right? Yes. So identifying the problem that is under the silence or under the harsh speaking or under the uh, where did he go for the last six hours and disappear, you know, or why is he answering his phone, you know, on Mm -hmm. and on or her or whatever the case may be. But it requires that sometimes questioning what, okay, did I do something to to cause you to be upset? Because I can feel you're upset. Yeah, that's a great question to ask because a lot of times we might think there's a conflict and there's really not because we're reading their body language. We can see they're irritated or frustrated or right. something's going on and they're kind of take. we feel like it's taking, you know, coming out on us. So that's a really good question to ask when we feel like that in the moment, because sometimes we may find out it has nothing to do with us and we can set our little selves free that we're it's okay this relationship is okay or sometimes it may have something to do with us and then we can bring it to the table exactly but the problem is some people a lot of people have too much pride to say did i say something honey i didn't mean to did i come across in a crossway across in a crossway it's too many crosses right there but i mean did did i did i come across kind of uh angry or something with my tone because if I did I want you to tell me because I don't want to treat you that way because you are precious to me there you go and that's a very humbling 
very powerful words. I've had to do that, so that's why. (laughs) Yeah, I've had to eat a lot of those sentences through my life. But you know what? That's okay. That's how we learn how to behave and how to get along with the people that are closest to us in our lives. It is. And, you know, there's just going to be sometimes in conflict that we may not have a resolution. The resolution may be we are two unique individual people who have a different perspective. And I can love you and you can be a Republican or I could be a Democrat or we have different kinds of outlooks. It's okay. It doesn't make you less. doesn't make you less. You don't have to think and and do everything the the way I have to do it. Exactly. We're not mirrors. No. We're not supposed to be. Not at all. No. And so sometimes that resolution is just celebrating the fact that it's a little different. Well, I think back to this whole thing of asking, what is it? You know, what's going on? A lot of times I think it's our pride that gets in the way. Oh, yeah. Pride definitely gets. Oh, it definitely gets in the way. Don't you think? Mm -hmm. And our pride is like, hey, I didn't come across that way. Why are you even saying that? You know? Well, and then it escalates, right? Go ahead. Oh, yes. Well, the pride gets in the way because they think we're afraid of, well, what if we did do something wrong? We're kind of afraid of being called out on that. Right. Yeah. And, and, and that's not gentle or kind, right? And I feel like a lot of times in, in conflict resolution, what is missing is that ability to humble yourself and say, what did I do? Okay, because what I did, tell me what I did. But you don't say it like, tell me what I did right now. Oh, absolutely right? not. You yes. don't do that. Why not? Well, because that is not very safe. Why not, Dr. <laughs> Angel? It's not very open and safe. That just comes out very, you know, um, Isn't that kind argumentative. Of argumentative. Kind of. And yes. doesn't that, wouldn't that shut up your spouse? Absolutely, put somebody in the defense. You're yeah, coming right. at them. When we are going to discuss a conflict, and, you know, that's a really important thing is, we need to come to the table. We need to, to take table. notes on what we're saying right now. We really because this do. is really pretty good. Go ahead. We come to the table, but we need to have that calmness in us when we're discussing that yes. conflict. We yes. can't have that huge emotional arousal and, and talk about yeah. this because right. it's just going to come out and clam somebody up or go nowhere good fast. So sometimes we do need to take those little breaks or times out, you know, kind of get our emotions kind of in check before we can exactly bring it to the table. And sometimes that means go take a walk. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it means uh, put some music on with some headphones and sit down and relax and think before mm-hmm. you speak. Absolutely. And when, you wow. know, when we're talking about conflict, we don't want to do it like it, when the football game's going on and what's going on? Why did you do this today kind of discussion? That's not the time. It needs to be a time that we can both give some undivided attention to what we want to talk about. Exactly. I've known people in the counseling rooms that have said, well, she should know I love her, you know. After all, I've been married to her forever. She should know I love her, you know. Well, do you ever say it? And I think that as relationships, sometimes long-term relationships, a lot of that uh, where you're actually trying to maintain Maintain is not just enough. Trying to grow the relationship, a lot of times that gets stifled as time goes by, mm-hmm. as life happens, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're going to talk more about that right on the other side of this break. Stay with us. Conflict resolution. Good show. And I tried to leave a time or two, but every road that leads me, leads me back to This is Megan, an independent ambassador for Plexus, the pink drink. There is finally a healthy solution to help you lose weight. It's a most natural product that will burn fat, not muscle. People around the country are experiencing amazing results, and you can too. Check out my independent ambassador website for my contact info, testimonials, and product information at mkramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, dot myplexus, P-L-E-X-U-S, products, dot com. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. 
Don't turn it off now. You need this stuff. Tampa Bay's Tantalk Radio Network. Good music there. <laughs> what was the name of that one? That last one is Hello from Adele. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I thought I recognized Adele's voice. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. It's a good one because, you know, that happens, you know, when with friends or even what other people, when we're in a conflict and we're taking those breaks and they're trying to call and we're not answering the phone. Right. Oh. You know, and that's kind oh. of the pitch about that song. Oh. And I've called you a thousand times to try and tell you I'm sorry, but you're not answering the phone. We can't talk. Let's that talk hurts. about that in one second. First of all, if you'd like to text a question into us right now, you can do that at 727-888-4171. Comes directly to my cell phone right here, 727-888-4171. If you'd like to have a comment or a question, you'd like to call in, Pete will answer the phone in there, 727-441-3000, won't you, Pete? Absolutely, I will. 866-826-1340 if you're listening online. TantalkNetwork.com, Tantalk1340.com. And of course, if you got one of those handy-dandy smartphones, make sure you download the TuneIn Radio app. Look for the TanTalk Radio Network to hear the show, along with all the fine shows on this radio station. Including your new one. Oh, absolutely. The sports one. It's not new, actually. Third year anniversary. Yes, third year. Three hours now. Yes. Yes. Three to six. Wow. That's great. The evolution of Sports Talk Radio on Saturday afternoons on the TanTalk Sports Network. It's the Sports Web. I'm your host, Peter Blake, giving you something to think about. All right, I love that. Okay. Woo, he's cool. We and love And then him. out at uh, Average Joe's next week. So really? I won't be oh, here. Cool. Yeah, I'll okay. be doing a live NFL draft show from 8 to 10. Great. So, Fantastic. Thank Good. you. So if you're an We're NFL draft fan, get out there. 5858 Roosevelt Boulevard in okay. Clearwater. Come and see yours truly. Have some wings. Have some drinks. And, cool. uh Enjoy the NFL draft experience on the sports web. That sounds that great. That is really cool. Yes. Oh, congratulations. You're Thank doing you. great. We Thank love you. It. I hope you guys are out there. And well, I just would like to think that clearly on a Thursday night, like he just goes in a oh, robot. I know, mode, it, I like. know he does. That just I'm comes ready. naturally. I'm just, I'm ready. I'm always thinking about my <laughs> show and what right. I can do to improve it and get, you know, That's get the right. word get, out there. Get the That's word awesome. out of there. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So thanks, Pete. No problem. So if anybody wants to call in, you can do that at, during this next few minutes before we sign off here at seven o'clock. All right. So back to your point that you were just making. What was it? Yeah, you know, I'm not as good as Pete, but we were talking about Adele's song and how, you know, sometimes when we're feeling that conflict and we're kind of just ignoring that other person and we're not even giving opportunity for conversation. The big ignore. Oh my gosh. I've I've been a victim of the big ignore. Oh, I've been a victim of the big ignore many times. And, And it is not a pretty thing when you're just trying to talk and communicate, say, let's meet for coffee or let's, you know, sit down and talk and see if we can work what work through whatever it is that's going on but there are so many people that do that and and doctor as why do they do that as as a it's a power thing i think i think it's it's power yeah go on i absolutely believe it's a power thing it kind of puts them back in like oh i'm gonna let you in when i'm ready to let you in and i'm not letting you in yet and it's kind of this power thing when you know somebody really just cares about you and there is a conflict and can we talk? I want to say I'm sorry, or I want to deal with this, and they're not letting you. It's a painful thing to be that person getting ignored. It's a very painful thing. I, it is. And and frustrating. Because there's no resolving it yes. until that person yes. can come back. And and if they block your number, and that happens to some people, and if they block your number, you can't even really leave a message, right? I right. mean, sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. It depends on what they did to your phone, their phone. But, but just the same... And you want to say, I'm sorry, or you want to say, let's sit down and talk. Absolutely. And that can, that can cause a lot of heartache, um, very, a lot of distraction because you can't really move on in your day while you have this like huge conflict, like feels like it's cut wide open. And that's what that feels like. Like you've just been cut with like a razor blade and it hurts. It does. And it really distracts you from all kinds of stuff. I, I have learned through the years, it would be better to be told, look, I'm done with you or I'm breaking up with you or I want nothing. I don't want to move on with you in any way than to not have that closure. Absolutely. 
that closure is important. And I think that for some people, it's just a, a power and control kind of thing. To yeah. I have the control over their emotions right now, and I feel like I was wrong, so I'm going to keep right. it going. Right. I think there's no substitute for good communication. Absolutely, there is no substitute for good communication. Okay, because communication is the the essence of a relationship, isn't it? Whether you communicate by looking at somebody and starry-eyed or whatever. But, I mean, communication is what's going on there. You're communicating. Mm-hmm. You're sending a message. You're receiving a message, right? You are. And, and if we think about kind of the evolution of especially romantic relationships, when they first get together, we spend a lot of time doing what? Communicating. Yes, talking. Talking. Yes. We're yes. spending time together. We're looking at each other. We're sharing, you know, our hopes, our dreams, our, our experiences or whatever. We're, we're opening our, our lives up to this other person in very intimate ways of just communicating. Right. And then, you know, we've been together now five years. Maybe we've, you know, put the ring on the finger or whatever. And then it's almost like that's all the building we had to do in this relationship is, you know, I I notice a lot of times as soon as like I do happens, it's like, okay, now we're just kind of status quo. We've kind of hit the zenith and now we're just going to write it, write it, write it out for whatever it is. What is wrong with all that thinking? Yeah, You got to keep communicating. You got to keep working at it, don't you? You keep, keep working talking. at it. You know, and I find it's funny because I deal with a lot of people who have been in long-term relationships, and they come into me and they're and they're feeling really guilty because they feel their hearts are just starving for that feeling of love or someone that's interested in what they're thinking or being able to just talk about life like they used to have with the person they're with, and they're feeling so guilty for that starved feeling, but that starved feeling is a real feeling. Right. And then you know they meet somebody and they want to hear what they have to say and you know their that's feelings how fears like, happen that's right? how fears can happen but not it doesn't even have to be yeah. a romantic somebody it can right. just be anybody, anybody that wants to hear you know is interested in me again and it you really feel how starved you are with that partner right and so that's yeah not a really good working thing that communication has got to stay open and when we put like kids in the mix and life we get so distracted with everything else right we stop hearing each other and we can never really stop working on relationships even if it's a family relationship a parent a child a grandmother uh you've got to get put some effort behind it right you've got to do something to make the other person know that they are loved and cared right you know it's you do and they're work relationships are work there's no like just kind of it's an existence it They shouldn't be existence. That's not a true relationship. It takes effort. I think of you. I pick up the phone or I go make a a coffee date or we whatever if distance is there, whatever. But I am investing. But the other person has to also have initiative and invest back. Right. And there are a lot of those one way. And, and, you know, that is a conflict. That's the conflict. That's the conflict. When one person wants to grow the relationship or wants to see it become more than it is right then or whatever and the other person is going uh, no uh, no i i'm not interested or i don't want to work at this or eh, you know what do you do with that as a professional oh that's a hard one um uh, i live by a quote that when people show you who they are believe yeah, them yeah and when you Maya have somebody Angelo. yes one of my favorite um individuals who walked this planet yeah um so when you get in that situation, it, it's painful. There's it there's is. no way to be that person who wants to kind of, you're the one making the effort. You're the one giving, you know, the initiative. You're the one trying to, you know, invest in this and you're, you're not getting met anywhere in the middle. Um, you either got to learn to live with it because right. they're not ready for it. Talk about it. Right. Or you got to learn to let it go. And all three of those can be very challenging. Absolutely. And and sometimes having a third party, a professional, a therapist, is really a way to go for people when they get into that place of stagnation where mm-hmm. maybe they're, they're getting the silent treatment all the time or they just get fits of anger coming at them or, you know, whatever the conflict is that's going on. They never agree on anything. Uh, sometimes a therapist can bring out some of the you know, the things that they need to look at, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, sometimes you can get a fresh pair of eyes and they can kind of see a 
see things a little differently. Sometimes it's a perspective change. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's when you're in therapy where communicating, you know, it's that increase of communication that can make a big difference. Right. And a lot of people feel safer in it with the third party, that neutral third party, right? They do. To say what they really want to say to their spouse or, or their... Well, you know what I find is that people really struggle with communication. So they're misunderstood, which is why they have conflict. A lot of conflict mm-hmm. is just, just misunderstandings. misunderstandings. Uh, I totally agree. I'm glad we got to that point. Because didn't know that point was where we were going for. <laughs> well, we <laughs> got there. Winging there, winging it. But we did get there because misunderstanding is one of the biggest problems in relationships, in my opinion. Of all relationships. Of all relationships, whether it be a boss and a what, not knowing the expectations, not caring enough to find out what they are. Right. Absolutely. That miscommunication is the leading cause of communication um, issues. And so if we can just kind of practice a little bit more and refine our skills, we can kind of save ourselves some of that hurt that comes Mm -hmm. from that. And so some great communication strategies are just, you know, I heard you say and make sure that's what they said. That's really good. Let them clarify if that's not what they said. Okay. Here's what I heard you just say. Mirror it back to them. Absolutely. Mirroring. giving yeah. that moment to yeah. kind of reflect it right back, making sure you're hearing what they're trying to tell mm-hmm. you. Cause mm-hmm. a lot of times you'll find that you're off a little bit and then, Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's easy to be off a little bit, right? Because your mind is saying, I bet they're going to say this is mm-hmm. what the problem is. Mm-hmm. And so you're anticipating that and they're, and they like, Oh no, I'm fine with that. I'm just not okay with this. Mm-hmm. Right. And miscommunication can happen in body language. It can happen oh, in tone of voice. Yeah. I'm, I'm Italian. I am loud. I'm loud by nature. Um, I'm not and, Italian, and I am also loud. <laughs> I am very loud. I have a boisterous personality. Yes, and sometimes people can you misread know. me for being angry. I'm like totally like happy sunshine. I'm not angry, but because I'm loud and boisterous, they hear that tone, yeah. and their culture tells them that somebody's upset. Mm-hmm. So they take it. That I'm upset. I've, I can't tell you the number of people have come to me. Are, are you upset with me? And I'm like, no, I'm not upset at all. I'm just happy. It's a good day. I don't know. I'm just loud. You know? Yeah. Happens to me too. But I've learned that some people have a hard time with my... my Boisterousness? Yeah. The decibels that come out of my mouth. The, the amount of... You know? But, I mean, and I just said this to somebody recently... I, I've learned that I have a radio voice. When I get on the radio, it changes. My pitch changes. My intensity changes. Um, you know, that kind of thing. But I shouldn't carry that through just all every moment of the day, right? There are times for a softness, a gentleness, a kindness in my voice. Okay? Absolutely, absolutely. I'm working on kindness in my voice. Look at you. Look at me. You're doing it. You're doing, doing it. it. I'm doing it. But and we don't even because think about that sometimes. Because it's important to me that I don't come across as mm-hmm. a know-it-all as, because I don't feel that way. <laughs> you know, I really don't. Um, but, you know, or that I come across as, as always having the right answer. You know, I, I don't, I don't feel that I do. I, I know agree you, with you think I do. And that's very nice of you to think that. <laughs> no, and it's no, true. I'm but teasing you. Sometimes the ways that we can just carry ourselves, yeah. you know, that confidence, the, you know, the loud voice, you know, that can come across quite intense to other people. Um, and it can send wrong messages. I was sitting with a group of therapists today who are working towards their licensure and their supervision. And, you know, and one of them looked at me and they're like, you're just amazing. You know everything. And I'm like, I do not. I know like an inch much you know I just there's so much to this field I don't I learned from you guys all the time and they were shocked like the eyes went big and wide like what Um, because they perceive that from kind of the way you come across mm -hmm. but that comes back to body language but also humility yes and 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 I and I think the older I get the more I realize how important it is to come across with an with an attitude of humility not an attitude of having the answers all the time absolutely i do have the answers all the time i'm teasing 
<laughs> no, I'm just teasing. But 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 seriously, that humility, forgiveness. So back to this whole thing of relationships and conflict conflict resolution. One of the major things that if we would learn to forgive and mean it from the bottom of our heart, they don't owe me anymore. I they can't I can't make it right. You know, they can't make it right, whatever it is that they've done to me. They can't make it right. They don't owe me anymore. I let it go. And I think this is one of the biggest problems in in resolution, resolving conflict, is learning to forgive and let go of those atrocities that have been done to you. Oh, absolutely. Because here's what happens. Don't matter what kind of relationship we're talking about. Doesn't matter. We are in a conflict here. And all of a sudden, every bad thing that ever happened between me and this person is coming out in my mind. In your mind. While I'm You're dealing with this conflict. Again. Oh, this is what she always asks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't even well, know why I try to communicate with her. You know? just that, yeah, that's just how she is. And then we're really, really feeling hurt. Right. And it angry compounds the hurt. It, absolutely. Compounds all those negative things because we've not let those things go. We really didn't. So we're playing that tape in our head. Because we let it go when we have that conversation. You know, oh, back to a lot that. of time in Ooh, those relationships. This is a good show. We We're getting there. Yes, back to that. It's conversation. Exactly. If we have conversating, it is. When we have <laughs> conflict and we do that, I pretend like it didn't exist and we just keep going, move. It did exist and it's still in our hearts and our heads. Yes. It will keep coming back. Yes, it but will. when we can talk it out, it, it, we've kind of laid it to rest. Right. I'm not going to keep, it's not even going to be in my heart and head to keep picking back up. Unless you're the type of person that wants to, you know, um, cause that person to feel less about themselves. You did that, and that's the reason. I, I know these people. Actually, they, they're going through a divorce now. But in their long marriage, okay, one of the things that happened was one of them had an affair. Okay? That affair was acknowledged. It really was not it never really developed into a real affair, but it was sneaking around and okay. All right. But still that was acknowledged as I should never have done that. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. This is years ago when they were working on mm-hmm. the relationship. Okay. I love you too. I forgive you, but they never did forgive them because it comes up at every little thing that happens. Oh, I can't trust you. You had an affair. Yes. Right. Yes. So that is not conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. You can say you forgive, but if you don't forgive in your heart, your mouth is not enough. Mm-mm. It's got to be your heart. Yeah, because we carry it around. Carry it around. Carry it with us. It's like big old suitcase on your back, big old backpack. Absolutely. And, you know, and when we feel like that hurt, you're going to feel hurt. You're going to have miscommunications or misunderstandings or someone's going to let you down. People are people. We're human. We are so, fa- you know, failable. Like, we are so we're human. We're going to mess up. Um, yeah. I like to use, you know, we're just dust. You know, I do pretty good we're for pieces dust. of dust. You know, the Bible tells us we're just dust. I use that because we really are and we do make, we are yeah. forgetful. You know, if I forget, oh my gosh, like I had a, I made an appointment with someone to go get dinner with them. And I have so much going on in my life. I totally, honestly forgot. And I forgive you. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. I honestly it wasn't forgot. me. And thank God I got the text. Are we still on for tonight? Because I have never forgotten an appointment wow. like ever. And wow. But right now I just got so much. It just happened. It was not intentional. But that could have went really bad quickly. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. But again, communication solved it. Absolutely. Kept it from going really Kept bad. Kept it from going very bad quickly. And, and this is a part of, I think, conflict resolution that's very important. This whole thing of assuming that the other person knows what you're thinking. We touched on this earlier. I want to go back to it because it's very important. Because I think a lot of conflict resolution does not happen because we assume the other person understands they are the one that needs to be begging our forgiveness. You know? Or they are the ones that needs to acknowledge what they did that started the fight in the first place. And maybe they're not even thinking in those terms. And well, and here's the thing. To have a conflict, you have to have two people. 
There you go. Well, one person can have a conflict with themselves, but usually you have two two individuals in a conflict, which means there are two parties to a conflict. It is not a single conflict. Right. It's not a single-sided thing. Um, and so it takes two. So it's not all about, oh, this person just needs to get on the straight and narrow and get back together so they can stop. You know, we can stop this conflict because it's all their fault. There's no such thing as all one person's fault. Right. We both contribute maybe to the fact that I, I didn't understand something or maybe to the fact that I've let certain things happen and now this happened. And because, you know, I set the stage for it. I don't know. There can be a million reasons. Right. But we both have something here to deal with. Yeah. And you know what? I would like to say to our audience, relationships are worth working on. They are. Even friendships, even family relationships, work relationships. Wouldn't you rather get along with your boss than not? Wouldn't you rather come home to somebody who smiles at you and hugs you when they see you than come home to somebody screaming at you? Absolutely. Why not? Spend the time and the effort and learn how to resolve conflict in a healthy way, healthy in a growing way, way, in a growing way, in a in a simpler way, and not make it so difficult to get along with people. I know people, Doctor Angel, who absolutely look at them wrong, or they say, "I say, oh, it's a beautiful blue sky day." No, it's really green. Or it's really gray. <laughs> or, no, I, I don't. I, I, it's too human. Absolutely. You know I know I mean? those people. Do you know those it people? It doesn't matter what you say. They're going to say the opposite. And, you know, if you are one of those out there in Radio Land, don't. <laughs> Just don't do it. Because why try to have a problem? But I know people who try. They major in problem causing, not well, problem solving. <clears throat> It's funny you say that because I was married to an individual who liked to make conflict. I mean, admittedly, I like conflict. Grew up in a family that was very large and conflictual, and that's how they showed each other they love them, by the way. It was a very unhealthy way of doing it, but I love conflict. Well, I'm not... I can deal with conflict, but you can't have conflict, 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 and never get resolution and think we're going to have a relationship. Right. And so, obviously, that's why it is a past relationship, because it can't... Yeah. Keep, there's no growth in that. No, there's no growth in it. It will come to a point where it's just not workable anymore. There's, it's not workable. And so we have to kind of look at our relationships, I think, because there, there can be some that may be not workable at the level they're at. Right. Or there's some that this person is worth it to me and I want to learn to do it better. Right. Because I really want this and person in my life. is that the bottom line? How much do we care, really care about that person that we're having a conflict with? Do we want to hurt their feelings intentionally? I mean, because I know people that they do. They want a problem. They love mm-hmm. screaming and crying and yelling. They like it. It's not really workable. You know... Peaceful relationships are the core of happiness, and mm-hmm. you know, in my my opinion, you know, and real joy mm-hmm. and contentment is when we can live in relationships on a level of peace. Where if there is a disagreement or a problem, you sit down and go, "Let's talk about it." Come on, let's talk about it. Is tonight right now a good time? Okay, how about can I have an appointment with you tomorrow at lunch? Let's yeah. go somewhere. Let's meet and talk. Let's meet and talk. Because so often it's put off and put off and put off and put off. It and, never happens. And you need to deal with it mm-hmm. sooner rather than later. That's my opinion. Is that your professional opinion? It's absolutely my professional opinion. Because when these relationships are worth it, we want that. We want to get back into yeah. union with that person and right. not stay in that conflict. When, you know, there's somebody you love. I don't care if it's a friend, family, relative, husband, wife, whatever they are to you. It hurts, and you're carrying yeah. that hurt into everywhere you go. When there's even a little bit of that conflict, you feel it. You feel it. It does something to your body it and does. the inside. If your, your stomach has butterflies yes. or it feels weird, you know, you're on edge, you know, you don't have peace. Absolutely. You have chaos. You have, yeah, you restlessness. You do. You feel that way, right. and that's not a good place to be. It's not a good be. place to be. And so... If, uh, you know, if this person's worth it to you, then, you know, humble yourself. Take that time and invest right. it. We're losing communication. You know, technology has taken over. People don't talk anymore. Talk. I can't tell Take you the, time to talk face to face. They're you, losing look that. At, look each other in the eyes. 
and they, we need to get back to that. Yes. Let's just talk. Don't don't text about your problem. Texting is the worst way we can deal with it. Oh, because it's so misunderstood. It is. Because you can't tell the tone of voice. You can't tell if there was a smile there or if... And emojis, yeah, I get it. But talk. Physically right. talk. Put the phone down, turn it off, and sit and talk. It lets me know. lets that other person know, I love you enough. I'm in this with you enough. So yeah. Let's talk about let's it. Let's talk about it. Wow. This was really important show. So since you're the resident professional, I think you should try to sum it up. Oh, summation. Wow. wow. On a Thursday wow. night with I crazy know. brain going on. Crazy brain. Here, I guess it just sums into this. When we have relationships, we conflict is normal. And working through it can make our relationships much more strong, healthy, um, and keep that going for us. Keep them growing in a yeah. positive way. Lack of conflict just means we are given somebody's given off their identity, and it's very unhealthy. And we're not we're not really growing. Right. Someone's pulling everything into themselves and pretending to be a chameleon and trying to get through. And that only holds so long. So only so long. If you're that, we've never had a fight marriage. I'm saying you guys need to go work on communication because you you need to have some conflict. Um, But working through that conflict, conflict doesn't have to be the fine, we're never talking again moment because it feels uncomfortable. We can talk humbly. Right. And honestly, take ownership for your feelings. Yeah. Quit blaming. It's not Mm -hmm. all one person's fault. Forgive. Forgive. Don't let them read your mind. They can't. Stop expecting people to read your mind. They can't. Tell them that you should just know. Don't no, do that. Don't do that. Just tell them. What don't should they the know? silent treatment. What should they know? Right. What do they need to know? And how can we move on? And like we talked about earlier, moving on from this conflict may be we have a difference in this area and that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. That's okay. I you know, a lot of you. times you'll yeah. have parenting conflicts, you know? Oh, yeah. Everyone has different ways we erase their thoughts. Yes. It, you know what? Where can we compromise? Right. Maybe we try this on this issue. Maybe we'll try your way on this issue. And that's our compromise. Right. But talk about it. Talk about it. I guess we could just boil this whole show down into talk. Communicate. Care enough to find out what your partner, your friend, your coworker thinks. Mm -hmm. Instead of just thinking you know what they think. You may be wrong. Right. What's important to them? What's valuable to them? Right. Take note of those things. Yeah. Invest in people. Exactly. Boy, this was a really good show. It really was for a wing it show. Nah, it's just great. I really <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna put some of this in practice. I think we all can. Yes, we can. Because we never stop learning how to communicate and have better relationships and that's our goal. We don't know what we're going to be doing next week, but we just hope you'll tune in. And uh, you can catch the show again, even this evening, TantalkNetwork.com. Go to the podcast tab and go to Conflict Resolution, tonight's show. And uh, we're so glad you joined us. And tomorrow's your birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday. Thank you. And you are who? Dr. Angel. I'm Mama Mac. And we will see you again very soon. God bless you and have a great week. Good night. Come and take me to the river